This is the Clean Soul Podcast, and I'm Dennis Curtis, your host. Today's podcast is the Baptism in the Holy Spirit, Part 1. I'm going to talk about the Baptism in the Holy Spirit in two podcasts, maybe three. Set aside 10 or 15 minutes so you can get the essence of what I'm teaching, and stop the podcast from time to time to read the full context of the scriptures I mention. This is a very important subject. There are many different beliefs about this wonderful gift, and I want to be sure you understand as much as possible. Though I don't know it all, I believe that everyone can and should be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. I will do my best to give you the information you need to begin your journey to be filled with the Holy Spirit if you have not been. In Hebrews 6, 1-3, we are exhorted to grow in our faith. One of the basic doctrines in these verses is the instruction about baptisms. Baptism is plural. So, let's look at three main baptisms in the New Testament. The first is the baptism by the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ, as stated in 1 Corinthians 12.13. It says, For in one Spirit you were all baptized into one body. Romans 6.3 says it this way, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus are baptized into his death? And Galatians 3.27 says, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is more wonderful truths in these verses, but my point today is that when we are born again, we are placed or baptized into the body of Christ by the Holy Spirit. The born-again experience is explained in John chapter 3. Also, Titus 3, 5 says, He saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to His own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. So we are placed into or baptized into the body of Christ when we are born again. We bring part of the body, we become part of the body of Christ, and the Holy Spirit is dwelling in us. The second baptism that I will review here is the water baptism. The English word baptism is taken from the Greek word baptismo. The meaning is to dip as one who's dipping clothing in a solution of dye in order to dye that garment. Therefore, water baptism in the New Testament is by submersion. Jesus was baptized. He and his disciples baptized followers, and Jesus commanded all believers to be baptized in water. Water baptism is an outward sign or a proclamation of what has happened to your spirit when you are born again. Romans 6.4 explains it this way, We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in the newness of life. So water baptism is a sign of death, burial, and resurrection into a new life. Now we get to the primary subject, the baptism in or with the Holy Spirit. All born-again believers are baptized into the body of Christ. 
Many born-again believers are water-baptized, but even fewer receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I believe this is mainly because of wrong teaching, lack of desire, and spiritual warfare. Satan does not want people of faith empowered by and obedient to the Holy Spirit. John the Baptist begins the proclamation of the baptism in the Holy Spirit in Matthew 3.11. John says, I baptize with water for repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize with the Holy Spirit and fire. There is no question all believers have the Holy Spirit dwelling in them, starting at the new birth. 1 Corinthians 3.16 says, Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? This indwelling is the presence of God, which is an everlasting presence. He doesn't fade or change during the trials and victories of this life. We may not feel Him, but He never changes. Therefore, by faith, we continue to live with the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit. The power of God is different from the presence of God. God is present everywhere and in the heart of the believer, but his power is not continuously manifesting to perform physical activities. For example, healing a sick person, raising the dead, casting out demons, a prophecy, etc. The presence and the power are completely intertwined For only in the presence of the Holy Spirit can there be miraculous power. In the New Testament, our example is, our first example is in Luke 1.15. John the Baptist is filled with the Holy Spirit from birth to prepare the way for the Lord Jesus. John's parents, Zechariah and Elizabeth, are filled with the Holy Spirit's power to prophesy. Jesus, as our example, is filled with the Holy Spirit at his water baptism for power to bring the kingdom of God to earth and overcome the devil's temptation. Before the Holy Spirit empowers Jesus, we have no record of ministry or miracles. After, ministry and miracles abound. For example, Mark 5.30 And Jesus perceived in himself that power had gone out from him, immediately turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my garment? Or Luke 5.17, On one of those days, as he was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there, who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with him to heal. Jesus healed diseases, blindness, deaf, the mute, cast out demons, raised the dead, all by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's look a little deeper. If we compare John chapter 4 and chapter 7, we find two different examples of the Holy Spirit. We find a spring of water welling up to eternal life, and a promise of streams of living water flowing from within the believer. In both passages, Jesus is asking those who have desire to come to him and drink. Water 
in John 4.14 symbolizes the indwelling Holy Spirit who gives us eternal life. In John 7.38, Jesus promises streams of living water will flow from within the believer. When one is born again, they are given eternal life, the abiding Holy Spirit. And when one is baptized with the Holy Spirit, they are given streams of living water flowing from within them for power to be a witness of Jesus Christ. As we examine the baptism in the Holy Spirit in the New Testament, we will continue to see that the abiding presence and the baptism in the Holy Spirit are two separate events. The first provision is for salvation. The second is for power to be a witness for Jesus and a witness like Jesus. Let's do a quick review. The baptism into the body of Christ takes place when we are born again. We become part of the body of Christ, and Holy Spirit lives in us forever. Water baptism is an outward acting of what has happened to us spiritually. We die to self, are buried in baptism, and raised to new life, in Christ. The baptism in the Holy Spirit is a separate event from being born again. We are baptized into God's power for the purpose of being a powerful witness to do ministry like Jesus. I hope this has helped you clear up some thoughts about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I will continue next week with part two of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. This has been the Clean Soul Podcast with Dennis Curtis.